Bienvenidos and welcome a Cositas Mommy Never Told Me, a podcast that dives deep into the Latin cultural norms that have long haunted the feminine genre. Montate and buckle up, porque it's going to be a roller coaster ride. No fuimos. always love the countdown you guys don't get to see the countdown but there's a really slick dope we on set lights camera on air five four three two one type countdown that sets the tone for the whole it, it, situation it, it makes it official for real it puts the pressure until on we get, so until we go, go, we go from goes. being chatty chatty to being like <clears throat> <laughs> Until we get a big ass production, right? Because I'm speaking into existence so somebody could go like manifest it, manifest it. <laughs> until we have a producer, a runner, everyone who's telling us the content, who's calling in, we can run the show live and then we'll be on serious. Don't play, don't play. No way. Anyway, D, what's up? How are you? I'm doing well. I miss this. I miss recording. I know. This is so much fun. And I, but, you know, we've been both very busy. Um, Rocio has been very, and she'll tell you what she's been busy with. Maybe, right? You'll tell us. Sure. And then <laughs> I've been busy. I've been busy with end of year school type things. I have two high schoolers, as some of you may know. And so May, the month of May, 2023, was a very heavy financial month. <laughs> we had two proms. We had the junior prom for my daughter, the senior prom for my son. Shout uh, out. Shout out. Then we had two sweet 16s, one for my cousin's daughter, one for my, my daughter's best friend who's like, they're like family. My mother's birthday, Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah. And the list goes on. Friends graduation, dot, 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 right? So, so basically you broke. Uh, <laughs> sorta, but I still got gas in the car. But <laughs> the good thing about Latinas, though, you give us seventeen dollars, we make it happen. We get gas. There's we dinner. For and I'm coming with a with a spandex <laughs> dress and a lip. The hair and nails will be done because my, my cousin's gonna do it. What? <laughs> I'm I'm a, a, listen. I'll have a cookout with seventeen dollars. Just tell everybody bring a plate, girl. Just tell everybody bring a plate. $17, girl, fifteen and keep the change. What? Wait, fifteen dollars? You can make a good macaroni salad, right. some lemonade, and we bring the meat. I ain't making nothing. It's a potluck cookout, but uh, no, I gotta at least make the brownies. But no, uh, all, all good things, all good things, all blessings. So I can't even Amazing. complain. So yeah, a busy month, but everything's good. How about you? Oh my God. So <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know where to start. So I have my breast surgery. I'm loving my little teddies. Um, hold on, hold funny because my, my sister, my sister was like, my sister said, you're the only one I know to get a breast reduction and still have big titties. It's like the craziest <laughs> shit ever. You, Jessica. Thank you, Jessica, because when I was in California, I was like, and then the nipples is like, ping, they still like that. They still like, I need my shit to be like so, that. TMI, FYI, when I got the breast reduction, they removed the whole areola and they replace it with the same, it's my nipple, which was one of my biggest things. I've always loved my nipples, but the areola is smaller. It's like a now, like a. Perfect, regular like, size, half dollar, like regular normal bitch size. I'm saying well, for children, because <laughs> you know that should just be like blockity. And then if you nurse and whatever. So mm. I had my breast reduction. I've gotten used to that. I went to Puerto Rico. I, I uh, went to Puerto Rico. So this is the first time in my life, in my life, in 43 years, that a bitch was feeling. <laughs> I had on a strappy dress with no bra. I had on a fucking little body con stitch. So I did realize you were right. I am much smaller body wise 
I'm much smaller. Now with the smaller breasts, it's like everything kind of makes sense. So I'm really loving and appreciating and accepting this 43-year-old body. Um, I'm going through a lot of personal changes, which we'll discuss in season two because everything will be out in the open. And then from a work perspective, the bitch has been working too much. I did this whole... Um, I produced this event in partnership with my girlfriend who owns an activation company, which basically means we produce these real immersive experiences. So I, she hired me to come in and um, kind of run the whole show with The Little Mermaid and Disney and Booking.com. So we did a house in Malibu and you walk into it and it's like walking into The Little Mermaid. You guys can look it up. It's really fun. But that shit has been exhausting. It's still going on. So the consumers will say I still have to show up for that. And then um, besides that, fucking summer, it's been great in L.A. I don't really know what's happening. Everyone in the East Coast has been going to the beach and barbecuing. And when I tell you it's been gray and cold, it's been gray and cold. It's kind of been I like when you were here. Yeah, I was like my first experience in California, but there were some glimmers. There were some days like when we were I out mean, in the sun. There's, was a, there's a glimmer now. It'll last like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, everyone here is like, oh, this is so rare. This is so rare. I've lived here two years now and I can't really consciously remember a period of time that was like sunny and hot. And mm. I live in the valley. It's been more great days. Like even my sitter was like, this is really depressing. I'm like, yeah. I well, know they can, they can, you know, they in the Northeast, we could get a good 14, 20 days gray. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be called Lessons Learned. Not to cut you off and we don't have to change the subject. We could keep nah. on chit chatting. Nah. But Lessons Learned is to put this little motherfucker in another room when we're fucking recording. Because <laughs> she is like, this is the last episode for this season. I'm trying to be on this shit. Exactly. <laughs> So, so Diana going and I, we're going to do 12 episodes and we've done our 12. And then we were like, oh my God, people are responding. So well to the podcast, we should do 15. But then of course, um, real life happens. I had my procedure. I just had to have another procedure for um, something else. So she's been busy. I've been busy. And we knew that summer was going to come and we were not going to have time. So we decided to push the episodes, which is so amazing because a few of you, Vanessa, was so sad that <laughs> she's not getting her three extra episodes. So sorry. I, when I put that, I posted it on social media. Her face, her sad face is like, and Je I got to give a shout out to Jenny. Jenny loves the podcast and she always reaches out and says, you know, whatever line. Or when I see her, she says, like, where's the episode? How are you? Um, when you drop in the next episode? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, but. But going back to what you were saying, right? You were saying that when you went to Puerto Rico. So just wanted to say. When she said that she had a dress with no bra, she's not giving you the full. Cause you know, I, 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 I be boosting up my friends. I'd be like, I'm putting like this. Definitely my PR person. Hold on. This motherfucker had a what dress on. Okay. That's another dress. That's another dress. That's another but you, Okay. But it, but, but you wore that shit. If I wear a fucking white dress, right? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? So if a white is a very unforgiving fucking color, first of all, like if you got creases and valleys mm -hmm. and fucking mountains and all types of shit on your thighs and on your ass, you should not probably be wearing white. Keep away from the white. So the white looked very good on you. Thank you. And Thank glad you. To our embracing your body. Yes. I mean, <laughs> thank God. Thank God, never, thank God I've never had body issues at all. I had big titties and they were just big and I was like, all right, whatever. But it's something to be said about like being able to like be free about not having to wear a bra, like the containment mm. of it. So that's very new to me. Like it's, it's literally like I, I do not have any bras with wires. I really don't have to wear a bra. Um, but I do because I don't want my, my nude titties to fall anywhere at some, any point. But it was really cool so to be in Puerto Rico. To maintain them? 
No, no, no. But you have to wear a no, certain so type you of bra. Should, no, you, you don't. I don't have to wear wire. You should continue to wear a bra and I still wear a night bra. Okay, okay. Because it's like anything, the elasticity of the breast. Because I don't it's have a night bra. You know, like those cotton, more soft bras. Yeah. Hello, they're called bralettes usually or something. It was today, dear, so when usually I'm bralette or something, a bralette. I shit saggy as fuck. I should have had fucking night bras like 20 years ago. Always worn. But more importantly, because it's uncomfortable when you have big breasts and you go side to side, your whole titty be like landing somewhere else. So I've I don't have that worn problem. like a bralette. <laughs> They call them I've, I've never had the issues with the bra with my titty going under my arm or whatever. So that's probably why I never wore yeah, a bra. Yeah. So it's, Damn yeah, it. it's probably. Is it too late for me to wear a bra? <laughs> it's never too late. It's never Go too late. The, the lady at the register is going to be like, this for you. This for you. <laughs> Bitch, too late. <laughs> no, sir. Uh, anyway. So I was doing this that bitch. and have now embraced this whole new small situation, which is cool. It's crazy because I was watching, um, was it code switching? One of the episodes where I'm wearing a black, a, a black t-shirt and it has white letters on it. And all I see is fucking well, your, your boobs. Yo, it's <laughs> like, how dare I? The letters were stretched. It's like everything side by side. Oh, wait. I have something I'm going to post on social media okay. that is going to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> I'm not going to tell y'all what it is, but okay. I'm going to do it because I did a, a pre surgery situation and now mm -hmm. I'm going to do a post. And the shit is like, it's funny because people are going to be like, no way, Rosie. I did not. People are always like, I didn't even realize you had breasts that big. I, you know, I always, I was a fan of them, th them, them titties. <laughs> I used to be a fan before I had my daughter. But I've recovered really nicely from that. And then, you know, we said we want to do a last episode and we want to focus on lessons learned. Not only while filming this, but this season in our life and exposing a lot of these topics and bringing a lot of this to surface. And um, I think it's a, a great episode topic to end on just because we're going into the summer and this should be like a time to refresh and renew and like fucking cleanse your space and fucking mm -hmm. get rid of shit and them shoes that don't fit, bitch, and them clothes that don't fit and whatever. Bafuera. Lessons learned, lessons learned, lessons learned. You fucking move on from life. Mm -hmm. So, Diana, what were some of your lessons learned? Because I know you got a few hot topics as it pertains to the podcast. To the podcast. Well, first, let me say one that a few people told me about the podcast. They told me to stop being so hard on myself. They noticed that... that even though I'm joking, just like I did now about me having second titties. But, you know, it's the truth. But even though I'm joking, they say that it was about three women that I ran into in the last few weeks and said, oh, my God, your pocket is amazing, blah, 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 blah. They said, stop being so hard on yourself. You're beautiful. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And they told me. Self-deprecating. So they find. So they said, it's crazy. It's like when someone, you don't think about the shit you do. Until you, someone observes you and you're, right. you self-deprecate in a way that you think is, is non-harming to you, but it's really you kind of maybe laughing off something that you might be insecure right. about or right. whatever when people on the outside are like, what the hell are you talking about? What are you talking about? Right. So she, told, so she, she told me, especially one of them, she told me, you know, I tend to put a lot of what you guys say to practice in my life, even in my later years. I'm honored. You guys, you guys say a lot of real shit. So I'm going to tell you straight up because I, I've grown some big ones ever since I started listening to you guys. I said, you've grown. So you've always had them. And she said that right there. You guys are champions for us. You have to be champions for yourself. And I was like, you better preach. There goes my $125 in therapy for today. Okay. 
give me a hug, nigga. <laughs> Thank you. Cause it, it touched me, you know, and, and, and she, she was just like, for real, like, you know, at, at, at the age that she said, I won't say her age, but she was just like, at my age, you know, I, I, I thought it was not over, but she said, you know, I thought it was, I was done and all this stuff, but you guys have just put this energy in. And I was just like, and all the different things that I've heard from different women and men about the things that we talk about. And even though sometimes we're really spicy and nasty, mm -hmm. <laughs> but we're real. They like that we're real, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, that was one of the things that I was just like, oh shit. <laughs> Let me take a look. Yeah. Yeah. So, but in terms of uh, recording, um, lessons learned, one of the things I said was my dog. I have to try to figure out where I can put her and maybe walk her extra mile so like that she could just chill and not make any noises. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I can record from a separate area so like that she's not um, barking or whatever. Um, but I think that after the, the, those first few episodes where we were having our issues with internet and all that stuff, like the Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think we've done pretty good for us being, you know, across the um, country, across the country. Not only that, like, um, as you know, it was a lot of work and I applaud you for all that Canva stuff, which I, I, I started doing a little bit of it at, toward the end, but oh, Rocio, so Rocio has done amazing at like just putting like all these beautiful graphics and stuff with pictures and videos coming in. And I was just like, Oh shit. Like, you know, I'm good. If you put me on a spot, I'll do a real, but the way that she is just like putting stuff together and, and the branding and all that stuff. And, and the way that people are like, you know, liking it and they like the vibe and they like, the, you know, so that's some of the stuff. And maybe after you say a few things and I'll remember some because I, I didn't want to write anything because I wanted it to be organic. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, I think the biggest lesson that we've both discussed that you're definitely going to piggyback on is um, um, support coming from people who are not necessarily in your first level of circle right so you launch a, but by the way i've always known this in business throughout my career i started and you guys know this i started my career early with puff and i kind of got that job on my own just like continuing to set my resume and then like the least the person i didn't even know was the person who ended up like connecting me with this person whatever and then when i was there you know, when you're at Chandra and you're working for Puff, like at the time, it was like the height of everything. You could get anything. I could get anyone to do anything for me. And then I went with that mindset. So when I left, I got poached from there like four and a half years after I was there and bitch crickets. It was, which was great for me because I was still in my early 20s and I quickly learned, oh, I see. I see how this shit works. Mm -hmm. Like, I see. I'm as good as my last hit. I'm as good as my last client. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and then that has transitions with me and Phil and my husband and I always talk about it. He's it's like with an artist, they're as big as their last hit or an actor. You're as big as your last movie. It's like it's like for 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 us, even as ordinary people, it's like it, it's so sad that so many times it's like, what can you do for me? That exchange you know, mm -hmm. and as you get older, you pocket your friends and you realize that. But even with this podcast, it's like you would think the people closest to us would be the people supporting our social or reposting or whatever. And it's like it hasn't been that way at all. At all. At all. And even and after you tell them, like, and I understand, like, we put stuff together on online and on these um, different, um, you know, platforms actually putting out a template like share this this is what you Literally. can share. like all you have to link. do is click here's share. the link that's all you got to do they don't even do that but then i look at what other and and trust me the people that do share our stuff we know we know who you are we see you we y'all gonna be vip front row when we start recording these lives okay we see you and we know who you are. So mm -hmm. we're not talking to y'all. <laughs> but, you know, when I see some of the stuff that people are sharing, I'm like, what the? And I'm just being so transparent. 
Um, if I, I speak to you and, and you're making and you're sort of feeling some type that maybe you're probably feeling that way because you feel like you probably should be sharing it and you're not. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if I see you and you're like, oh, my God, it's so good. Um, You guys have great chemistry. You, uh, I feel like I'm with you guys like that. I get that a lot. I feel like I'm just sitting there and sometimes I'm saying shit. And my husband's like, what the who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> oh, my daughter's in the other room like you still watching that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So share us. Right. Because. People are always talking about how there's nothing really good that comes out of Connecticut. It, it, trust me, I listen to all of these things. and Or people say, oh, my God, your podcast is really good. And I'm not one to go searching or looking, but I just wanted to do like a mini survey, right? So I go look mm -hmm. to see if the person follows, whatever. And they don't. So it's like, okay, so you're just looking through the shades. Like, mm -hmm. so us, right? So I've, I've even gotten so, as, so petty as to... If I'm following somebody and I'm supporting them and they're not supporting me, I'm follow. <laughs> follow for a follow, bitch. Follow. Especially if your shit ain't even right. What the fuck out of here? <laughs> well, you know, that's crazy because, you know, it's lessons learned. And of course, it's lessons learned for us as we develop this podcast. And we're so excited about season two. But that goes to show you that that translates to life, too. You know what I'm saying? Like having that expectation of being supported by your closest circle is something that not to say that it's it's always possible 100 percent but you have to kind of go into life knowing that that's probably not where your support is going to come from so mm -hmm. don't have expectations it's always said in business too that it's like when i launch my business don't expect that my best friend's going to be the first one to buy my t-shirt you know what i mean it's not yes exactly it's this weird thing of like we, I don't know. I don't know if it, it, it's not a place of, it's the word isn't jealousy at all, but it's a place of like, I feel like we've been so accustomed to like cap our dreams that when someone is doing something that's different or stepping out, we don't know how to show up, you know? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just about showing up. Like if someone is sick in the hospital, you can't heal them, but being present matters so much or just mm -hmm. checking in or, you know, being positive about something that can be like a fucking life ending diagnosis, which I'm dealing mm -hmm. with right now on another subject with my girlfriend. But it's like, it, I just wanted to point that out that for us, it's like doing this podcast. If it wasn't for D and I having constantly each other's back and being like, okay, what works? What doesn't work? But like, can you imagine if you would have had a traditional nine to five, we would never be able to record. Like if you didn't have the flexibility, because what leads this podcast is the passion and at the foundation of it, which is why we started it, is because we really do have a true, even before we started recording today, we have something else we're going to start working on, but we really do have a true mission for people, but specifically women, brown women, Latina women, if you start to get granular where it's like, we want to break these generational chains of these mindsets that is like, we we kind of tiptoe around it. We don't give it too much weight. But this shit matters. Like as you grow as a woman and as you raise your kids and as they raise their kids, if if a podcast can remind you to be like, fuck la gente or like code switching at work. Yo, I remember that episode. And it's not just me. It's not happening in my head or fucking being gaslit or shit where you're like a lot of times I know professionally I felt oh my God, is it me? And then you take things personal because you never had an outlet or a conversation or these friendship circles where people are like, nah, bitch, that shit is fucking real. That happens all the mm -hmm. time. You know, because people aren't having these exchanges. Like my best friend, Eva, listened to Code Switching last week out of nowhere. And she was like, yeah. She left me a message mm -hmm. and she's like, hi, this is Eva. I just wanted you to know that I've listened to Code Switching. And mm -hmm. bitch, that is so You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like well, yesterday coming, like leaving that, that symposium, which I'm not going to get yes, any names out. Right, right. As I was going up the escalator with my girlfriend, Rachel, she said the same thing. We were talking about how that one person was authentic. And then I was like, but I can't believe. And then she was like, Code Switch, your podcast. I was like, Yes, yes. She listens. I know you. You know. I know the people that do really listen because they always. But you know what? 
And I can't wait for you to for you to get here so that you could experience what I've been experienced. Cause even if you don't follow and you just listen, or even if you don't follow and you just uh watch an episode because somebody told you about it or whatever, I I'm glad that we're connecting with people. I'm yeah. glad Oh my god, D, you have to you have to tell the story. So this podcast is for anybody, 100%. But we are two women having conversations. I would suggest men listen to it. What I have learned, and we'll touch upon this later, is that not every subject is going to attract as many people. So we have right. found that the more sexually or open relationships or those kind of topics that are a little more fiery get more attention. But code switching and Afro-Latina and all these other things have more deeper emotional responses, even though the responses aren't so much. But mm -hmm. I do need you to share the interaction of the man. I think it was at a bar or leaving a restaurant well, or something. I might have done it already. The one I don't care, but share it again. Because <laughs> when, when D tells me about the interactions with men, I'm like, what? Like, okay. Are, are y'all motherfuckers just not having conversations about no. what you like in bed or what you need in a relationship? Like, are people really in relationships where they're not like, I like a, I like when you do this, I don't like this, or like, I like your hands here, I don't, or don't, I don't, I, I guess, I, I don't, I don't, maybe we're just built differently, but I've always been one to over communicate in every subject of my life. So mm -hmm. I do, I, that's for me a lesson learned that I learned earlier in my career too. I, you know, when you do something for a long time, you start to be like, well, nobody really has interest or cares. But then when I, people ask me what I do and then I sit with them, one, it reminds me that I'm really great at what I do professionally, but two, that people are interested in learning what you do. But what I realized from this podcast was to me something or to us something that's so easy and natural, people really have a hard time mm -hmm. doing whatever it is, expressing yep. themselves or saying things or being in communication with your partner. And I'm like, really, bitch? But I learned that I learned, oh, shit, you know what? There's a lot of weight. And you know what? Because it is easy for us, we should use that mm -hmm. to further pour in, educate, whatever, or give another perspective, not to change people and who they are, but to be like, right. it's okay to to be 43 and be like, nah, bitch, that shit don't feel good. Or nah, bitch, I'm no longer having selfish sexual partners where I'm not busting nuts too. Right. And I've been in at least three conversations and I'm talking like from last Friday to this Friday, because last Friday was a heavy weekend for me. I've oh, been you in definitely are a pseudo celeb, <laughs> but let's be clear. Diana had a podcast before this podcast. You Shout out to Joseph Diana. <laughs> she was riding hard on her own. Okay. So whatever, 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 ZZ is a ZZ is a ZZ pseudo celeb. Okay? You're so crazy. How does so on the mic? I will manage her. I only take ten percent. If you want to hire her or us for your next event, we do three fifteen bar mitzvahs. No, I'm just kidding. No, but I was having conversations but with people. Stories, please. Please do not under, under do not self deprecate. Right. In this moment. I, I, needed I needed that. I totally and I love me is a fire human, and the fact that she tells me these fucking stories is <laughs> and I'm like, yo, what other topics? What other topics? What do we need to talk about? And you know what? This past, I want to say that a lot of the things that we were talking about, how we talked about code switching, que dirá la gente, you know, and when somebody, usually when somebody says, I love your podcast in general, and they don't bring mm -hmm. an episode, I tend to say, which one do you which like? Which one? Right. Right. And what, and what, what did uh, Rocio or I say to touch you? Right. And then they'll go into whatever it is. Right. So there was one, she's like, Diana, 
I quit my job. Look at how crazy. I quit my job and I started my own company. Bitch. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, you guys have lit a fire. I'm so sorry because she got emotional. So I'm going to get emotional. So she said that. And yesterday, another person told me that yesterday at the place that I was at, I quit my job. And she said, you're doing your dream with your friend, the podcast. So I'm doing mine. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, as long as you can still pay your bills, I'm down. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't even what to no, call it. No, don't apologize. This it really, like, I love that. It touches. It, it, it. We are really touching people, and as I was told, we do it in a way that they're laughing, they're enjoying it, they're part of the conversation, they're chilling, they're hanging out. And then when they're going through their life experiences or, or, or they're facing a struggle or a question comes up or a husband speaks to them sideways, like, ah, <laughs> we like popping Man, their heads. Please let us be in your head. Trust Because yeah. me and Z, we, we both been on that end too, where, where you, you get, you, what is it? A gaslit or microaggressed and you don't even know at the time. Cause trust yeah. me. We're two strong women, but we've uh, we've all been through the bullshit. There's mm -hmm. always been that guy or that situation where mm -hmm. after the situation, you're like, fuck, I wish I would have said this. Or like, I can't believe I didn't fucking say this. Or I can't believe I've been fucking dragging my feet. You know what I'm saying? But I'm so blessed to have people like Diana in my life or friends that are like, bitch, you bet. Like, wait, what is, what? Wait, whoa. Right, so and let me jump on that. be that for you? Exactly. And yes. let me jump on that, you know, coattails just on that right there. I need everybody that's listening and watching us right now. I'm speaking right into the camera. If you see, especially a Latina woman, any type of woman, if they fly, it's okay to let them know they fly. All day. <laughs> All day. Yesterday I was given some compliments. Some people may have needed a fashion police. I ain't going front. But, but I in think that case, we don't compliment because we the don't. compliment when it's not neat, when it's not like when valid is a, is a microaggression and a gaslight. Right. That's why when you do compliment, you should know. I always, I'll be like, I'll be like, y'all, I, I, I probably <laughs> once a week, if I, I'm like, you look amazing. The other yeah. day I was dropping off Sophie at school two weeks ago and a mom was parked in front and she had to take her little baby out to bring the other baby into school. Mind you, I had my little patches on. Y'all probably saw me on social media. I was on my way to Malibu or whatever. I rolled the window down. I said, I see you. And she looked at me and she was, I get chills. She was about to cry. I said, I see you. I want you to know I see you. You fucking doing your shit, mama. And she was like, thank you. But I saw the smile as she went in and came back to the car. Yo, you mm -hmm. have... No idea what you do. And Diana's amazing at that shit. Diana is so good at that shit. Girl, but you too. Because when we're together, we see somebody with a... Because <laughs> I feel like they're going to hang out with us. And that's not going to work. So let's keep the compliments. One limited edition. <laughs> no, I, I, I truly believe that if, and it doesn't have to be the way they're dressing, like Rocio just said, if you see somebody rocking it out, because there are so many women that are in their head about parenting. Yeah. There are so many women that are in their head about having a balanced life. There is no such thing as a balanced work balance. There's no such thing. You can't try to be a part of a something that works for one person. It can't work for everybody. If that was the case, more people would be exceeding it. <laughs> There's no work-life balance. You have to make sure that you talk to your company, that you talk to your manager, that you talk to whomever it is that's paying your check and let them know what your work balance is for you, for your family. Oh, and that shit may change. It may change on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, on a year. But as long as you 
communicate that to whomever it is, I think you'll be fine. But yep. don't try. It's okay to juggle, but then don't don't go and try to fucking balance a fucking plate on your, on a stick on your foot too. Like, why yep. are you making the struggle even worse? Yep. Like. Diana knows, Diana knows. I've been, I've been doing my own company. What? So I've been, I've always consulted for years, even when I was like, you know, in corporate America or whatever. But it's been since I got pregnant that I really started doing my own thing. That being said, I've always managed my own schedule. I have my clients, whatever. So when I took on this project and Diana was on the phone with me and I was driving to Malibu, it's the first time I had to be outside of the house on someone else's time. I've always been the client or the client lead. And mm -hmm. some of y'all, that doesn't make sense, but it means I always have things delivered to me. Like I always have to approve. I always have to say yes. I always have to be like, no, change this, change that. So on this spectrum, I had to deliver to the client, which is which was shifting a lot in my mind. Like I I know what I'm doing, but like how you respond and what you say mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. So having to leave the house, mind you, Phil has been in the hospital for a while. So it's basically running as a single mom. It's like that juggling of like, oh my God, I got to leave Malibu at a certain time. I got to pick up Sophie. She's got to do this. She's got to do that. Or calling my village of moms of people to be like, hey, can you pick up Sophie? And then dealing with the guilt of me not being able to be there to pick her up. Or like, uh, can I can I manage all this? And if it wasn't that Salama, who is the head of the creative agency, is one of my best friends and understands, you know, Phil, it, it just so happens. He, he can be fine and he'll get sick. And then I'm done. You mm -hmm. know, but her and I were able to have a good conversation. And she was like, Rocio, I remember she had endometriosis and she was like, I would take a week off, eight days off because I couldn't get out of bed. And if it wasn't that her boss was her friend, she would have never been able to keep this job. So she's like, you, what matters to me is that when you're here or even when you're remote or even when whatever, you show up 100%. Mm -hmm. Like even if Sophie's on my hip or on conference calls with me here, but it was the first time I had to like, holy fuck, like juggle and shout out to the fucking mamas. I don't know how Diana did it with two on her own, <laughs> then four on her own, like, it is something to be said about, also it's something to be said about working with people who don't have kids. Because you will never understand until you have a kid. Mm -hmm. A kid is not a, you cannot leave a water bowl and some food. And it's like, I used to have a dog, I right. had a dog for 10 years. Like, right. it don't work like that. It don't work like that, man. So I had to be clear <laughs> with setting my boundaries of nannies. Everybody doesn't have the luxury of a nanny or, or a sitter or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I had to be, thank God I'm in a place professionally too, where I'm clear on my boundaries. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I set the day before I'm like, Hey, I'm on set. I have to leave at two 55. I know the amount of time it takes me to get there. What I will not renege on is what I have to do for my daughter. If obviously mm -hmm. I can have a sitter come in if, if something's important, but specifically with this project, as you know, things kept getting extended, extended, and extended. Changed, so yeah. it's like, you can't just have people on hold and say, mm -hmm. Oh no, I don't need you tomorrow after all. I don't need you tomorrow after all. And then when I need you, it, it's like that juggling shit. I was like, holy shit. This is some new territory mm -hmm. and, and, I, and I'm going to figure it out. But to echo what you said, it's like, if this podcast does anything for you, it should one, encourage you, but two, let you know you're not alone. Like, mm -hmm. like we're all out here figuring it, even if you don't got kids, even if you're the world's best auntie. Even if, if, if you fucking don't even speak to your family anymore, like we're literally all just trying to figure out this life shit. And that is on a healthy perspective. So that's just mm -hmm. us trying to be women trying to work. Let's not even talk about women who are dealing with health issues, with cancer, with this, with family, with husbands, with, with domestic it, abuse. All the other <laughs> layers that Injecting. Yeah. It's so crazy. So please, I'm going to tell you right now get out of your head okay and i'm going to be fucking extra drastic because i am not a fucking psychologist i'm not an expert i'm not that i've had four children they're all great people in the community as long as your child is not on crack on the pole it, listen let's get to it when they're little okay so let's talk about from like birth to about 12 right 
You're trying your best. You're bringing them to the park. If you, if your child is going to school, they're, they're clothed. They, they ate. They, they're showered or bathed, whatever they like to do. Um, they're in an activity. You're getting them to the activity. Whatever it is, you're doing great. You're doing That's great. It. That's, That's it. it. That's it. And don't stress about what somebody else should have been doing. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Put your mm-hmm. energy in the in, in the present time of what you got to do. Ba, 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 bang. While you're bringing them over there, when you're coming back, go to the grocery store. While you're going to the grocery store, oh, by the way, the mailbox right here, the mailman. Oh, right here. Just, just do it. Once you do it, you, you get it done and that's it. Smoke your L, get your little wine, whatever it is that you do, do it once the babies go to sleep. But don't be in your head about it because mm-hmm. guess what? My mom didn't know what the fuck she was doing either. <laughs> She had- and, and that's why Cosmitas was born. Because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. They didn't know what the fuck they was doing. My daughter ain't gonna know what the fuck she was doing. But guess what? She's gonna take from she's gonna take like like I have told Diana, my mom did the best she could. I take from her, you know, things that I wanna pass down. And then I also take things that I, I consciously don't want to pass down. And Sophie mm-hmm. will do the same. Nana will do the same. The boys mm-hmm. will do the same. But it's like you you it's also like social media, you always see these little you know things on social media and it's like you know these you know the voiceovers where it's like you know it, that single mother or or the woman who is showing a brave face but cries in her car and still pushes through or blah 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 these things exist because you're not alone in what mm-hmm. you're going through like mm-hmm. diana has been my sounding board in a season of my life that i never could have imagined I would be going through personally, like never talk about a student teacher's pet success. Like my, my work has always been my, my, my marriage, my relationship, my life. I've, you know, the one thing that I, I have is God's grace because it, it, none of it makes sense. Sometimes none Mm -hmm. of it makes sense. None of it for me to be standing makes no sense, but it's like, take, examples like me and diana who are two normal women and like the woman said i started my own business bitch as you fucking should mm-hmm. as you should because guess what if covid taught us anything they don't fucking care about you boo mm-hmm. everyone is replaceable yeah everyone is replaceable and the other thing we learned from covid too motherfuckers could die tomorrow absolutely absolutely so the 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 goal of this podcast is to make you laugh, is to discuss shit like dick size matters, and that young <laughs> when you young and, and you, watch, you know we don't promote young sex, but shit matters. If you like a man who's affectionate and huggy, that matters. Right. If you if you like to have sex, that matters. If you if conversation is important to you, that mat these are all things that matter. I feel like we have been, I know for me, raised to settle in a sense. And it's not because my mom didn't know anything else, because she didn't have the audacity to sit down and have a real conversation with me to be like, you matter. You I, I tell Sophie every day, no one's gonna make you happy. You make yourself happy. Mm-hmm. Mommy doesn't make you happy. No one makes you happy. You choose how you show up in the world. I want her to have that rhetoric in her head because even the strongest of us is like, oh, but he doesn't do this. Oh, or, or whatever. Even if you're in the same sex situation, oh, she's not this, but she does this. Or she's a, but just think, but what if this or what if that? No. No. And at the end of the day, we're human. So it's okay to have a day where you're like in the car and you're like, fuck, scream it out, cry it out. Make sure you talk to somebody. Yeah. Make, to- make sure you talk to somebody. If somebody pours into me, I'm absolutely going to pour into you. Absolutely. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we got friends and I was talking to my girlfriend about this this morning at the gym. We have friends that are, you know, they're on little boats at the top right here, surface. They're on little boats, you know. Associates, mm-hmm. they never get, they never get deep. Oh, I was you, like, you shouldn't get deep with everybody, right? Because then facts. you shouldn't, you shouldn't, facts. you shouldn't get deep with everybody. Facts. But if someone is pouring into you and they're taking the time to pour into you, you should pour into them 
because no matter what, there's like connections. There's all these connections, right? You make surface connections. You make deep connections. Once you made a connection with somebody, you can almost feel them. And I don't know if it's, that's just me because I feel like I'm sort of kind of like an empath. Like I can tell when somebody's yes. feeling heavy, when somebody's feeling, I'm just like, what's going on? And usually people will be like, oh my God. And I'm just like, let's tackle it. Let's do it. You know, let's talk mm -hmm. about it. Right. Because mm -hmm. I've, I've been on this earth, like I've said before, for, for a little bit. And I've been through some things. Some things. Few things. So, you know, and, and I'm human too. Sometimes I have my days and, and I'm a cancer. So you catch me on the wrong days. I'm going to cuss your ass out. But, <laughs> and we some moody motherfuckers. Sometimes we won't be left alone. <laughs> like, and you got to go, oh, just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> but if you are, just leave me the fuck alone. But, you know, we're human and we're not supposed to be, you know, that, that song. Who was it that saying, I'm not your superwoman? Oh, right. I'm not, <laughs> you know, okay. we're not superhuman either. Like, it's okay. Sometimes you're going to fuck up. Just like when they say, when you fall down, get the fuck up. When you fall off the bike, you're learning how to ride. Get the fuck up and try again. Like, mm -hmm. and ask other mothers that you see are doing a good job. And if you see somebody else is doing a good job, then I'm like, damn, you're doing a great job with your kids. What? And I get this a lot. What did you do to get your son there? What did you do to get your daughter there? You know, and the big thing is support for me. Yeah. You support your child. So and I, was, I was, was going to touch a base on that because I'm in LA on my own and the community I've kind of built here is really Sophie's mommy friends or whatever um, who have been great. Um, what I learned in this season and doing the podcast and juggling a lot of things is to be able to ask for help. I've never, never been. I just always get things done. As, mm -hmm. Even now I had, I had this procedure of it's been a week and it's like, you know, we have our friend who comes in the morning and takes her and then uh, her sitter is staying overnight, but obviously I have to pay her and I'm blessed to be able to do that. But it's like, if you don't ask or, or like Saturday, her little mommy friend is going to take her to ballet with her other friend. And then, you know, it's like navigating all these things, but it, we're so quick to drive ourselves insane crazy to a, to a state where you're like, none of it is going to work when people are like, a lot of times people want to help. They just don't know how. how they need you to be like, you know how you can help me. I need you to come pick her up. Mm -hmm. I need you to take her to, to this mm -hmm. or, you know, it, it but I've never been one to ask. I just never, I guess that's an, another trait where, you know, I wish, I wish I would have known that it's okay to, especially mm -hmm. when you become a mom, that mm -hmm. whole, it takes a village. That shit is fucking real. So real. So and another thing that I heard yesterday, which I, I sort of kind of knew in my head, but I didn't, I didn't phrase it as much as people saying that they're too needy, right? Oh my God, where was I? Did I post that? You're supposed you to need. see it too? No, I, 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 this lady said it at the place that I was at. Wow, because and this guy said, on social media said that yesterday. He said, don't worry about being needy. You're supposed to need other people. You're supposed to need love. You're supposed to need support. You're community. supposed to need community. You're supposed to need. You know, the bad needy, right? People are talking about when, when somebody says, oh, she, oh, she's needy, right? That usually comes from a person that doesn't know how to give that love, mm -hmm. doesn't know how to give mm -hmm. that support, that's doesn't know how insecurity. to give. So that's their insecurity, right? So professionally or whether it's uh, parenting or whatever it is, don't be afraid to be. The, and if somebody called you needy, then maybe you need to be. You know, seeing like what's up with that relationship? Why are they calling mm -hmm. me needy? Mm -hmm. And look at because a lot of times you 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 you're doing stuff for people or commune or, or 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 you know pouring out to people and you dried up over here. Shit, dry. Can I get some? Can somebody pour into me? So you got to look at the relationships that you're pouring into. And are they pouring back? And if they not, then you got to stop that. You got to stop. And yeah. I'm saying stop being and friends that's with friendships them, and, and relationships. Yeah, that's stop doing marriages. That's relationships. That's it's friendships. It's two ways. It's two ways. Mm -hmm. it's two ways. If a you should be able to whatever you're giving, you should be able to receive it. So if you're needing, you should be. Oh, you. It's okay to need. And if and if you and if you feeling in your head, I don't like that word needy. Okay, so drop the why. I need your help. That's Can right. you help me with this? 
And learning, learning to, to, to understand what it is that you need specifically, because I think for a long time, having a husband who has a chronic illness, I had expectations. And then what would happen is, you know, my sister, my mom or whomever, Mm -hmm. um, I had expectations of people just stepping in instead of being very clear on what I needed. And I think I constantly fought like, well, not wanting to be needy and figuring things out. When at the end of the day, if people can help, they will. And if they can't, they will do something else or tell you they can't. So at least you know who you can count on, who you can't, whatever. That's a whole nother conversation. But I feel like it's not about you needing, but it's about taking a step back and saying, okay, how can I be more specific on what it is that I need? Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I, I need you to do this specifically, or I need mm-hmm. you and, and not feel weighted about it because now you don't want to give the impression like someone works for you. But that comes from a deeper friendship that you've established when it's already known and respected that we pour mm-hmm. into each other, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like levels to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think in this season of podcasting, in my first podcast, Diana's second podcast, um, I've learned that your tightest circle is probably not going to be your your number one fan base. I've learned that um, we have to continue to do this. Well, I want to continue to do this from a place of passion and purpose versus the amount of followers or, Mm -hmm. you know, what people are saying. And then lastly, that whole thing about like allowing women specifically or other people to know that you're not alone, whatever it is that you're dealing with, not to be, um, overly emotional or sensitive or you can be overly emotional or sensitive however you want to take it but to really know whatever you're dealing with you're not alone like there's so much shit diana and i don't share not because we don't want to but because there's not enough time but it's like and also like okay granted we could sit here and go through all the hard shit but like, why don't we go through all the good shit and all the laughing shit and all the shit that once we fucking figure out the hard shit, we get to like enjoy in the good mm-hmm. shit. Because mm-hmm. I've always said no one's coming to save you and life is fucking hard. So you could sit in a corner and ball and cry about it. Guess what? When you get out of that corner, shit has, everyone has continued. Everyone is moving on mm-hmm. and you're still in your fucking shit show mess. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what are we doing? Those are my three lessons from this season and this podcast. You would be surprised, though, what people put out on um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Oh, you mean as, the 10% ama- of their lives? As amazing lives and all that stuff. And then when you really look, it's like, wait a minute. You know what wait, I'm saying? So, wait two minutes. And not, and, not, and not that you have to, like Rosia just said, not that you have to bring that to the forefront. Right? But just know that you're not alone other people are going through some shit other people have gone through some shit other people have gone through thicker shit <laughs> thick <laughs> so it's not it's not you know god is not saying i'm striking you you're the only one with problems you're the only one it's how you navigate through it how you resolve it how you you know learn a lesson from it now you have gems that you could drop on your child or gems that you could drop on your friend, like this is the way that I did it. Maybe you know, if you're going through something, this is the way that mm-hmm. I did it. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, so yeah, lessons. Let me see. One more lesson for me is just making sure that, and, and actually, I I think we've done it. Making sure that we bring you content that you like, that you enjoy. I think we've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting. I don't want to say accosted, but it felt like that a couple of times when people were like, you should have me on your podcast. I'm like, I'm down. Well, everybody want to suggest topics in person, but when we put on social media, like give us some topics. Can y'all participate? I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you. And then I'm like, don't, okay. Don't complain or have something to say about any of the topics <laughs> or that you wanted to say or that you wanted to go deeper. If when the opportunity is there for you to share, crickets. Or when I say, Right at the tail end, I'll say, okay, so what will we talk about? I don't know. You come up with something. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> oh, I've been getting this a lot. Don't be putting me on your podcast. <laughs> I'm like, 
I never name names. You're like, you're I, like, basically, <laughs> does that mean you want me to mention you on the podcast? I, I never name names. I never, but I do, I, I do want to do a shout out of Jane, uh, Noemi and Rachel, of Julie, uh, my Savage House family. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to work out there one day. I, oh, you're going to love it. You're going to love mode. it. Um, Jenny and that crew. So Jenny, Carmen, Vanessa, Deanna, Ricky, and all of them. They're big time supporters. And it's so funny because I was at my cousin's house um, at a cookout. And I was talking to one of my cousins I hadn't seen in a long time. And I started telling her about it. And then other people were like, oh, so you're doing a podcast? And I'm like. Have you been under a rock? <laughs> but my cousin's wife was like, Diana, I've been listening. You're doing a great job. Keep going. People that I don't even think are listening or people that mm -hmm. in the past, I don't want to say that we were enemies or anything, but in the past, people I, I thought they didn't like me. You know how stupid shit was in the back, back in the mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh my God, your podcast is amazing. I'm like, oh shit. N nice. You know? And people randomly coming up like, you guys are amazing. I love cositas. And I'm just like, Okay. So oh, yeah. No. So I know it's so being, happy. it's being, yeah, it's being, but I think once more and more people get to, to, to get to know us and, and stuff. And we have but, so many good things planned for the fall. And like, one more thing, one more thing, the fucking social media, we, I, we know that we have to get better <laughs> at posting more content on social media about about our lives maybe about you know about the content that, that we're going to be about our lives yes oh okay like more stuff so i was like so the shit that i put on my shit and the shit that she puts on they're like yes i'm like okay 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 good to know so, yeah we're also looking for a little social media intern if anyone's interested Alyssa. <clears throat> just saying <laughs> but you know uh true is blue I forgot her real name. What is her? I think it's yes! Jason. Jason's sister. Jason Rosario's sister. We love she you. Sister, okay. She's in Miami. Miami. She said she would she would work for us. So maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be volunteer. I'm sorry. Like I should have I should have disclaimed that I should have led with that. And this, this is a passion project for all of us involved. <laughs> So, if you are interested in doing anything for us, let me lead by saying that it's going to be volunteer. <laughs> and and uh, we we are dead serious because in the fall we have a few live events that we're hoping to launch, which should be super fun. Um, but I mean, why not come and hang out with us? Hello. Right. You and you, and you never know in the future. You never know. <laughs> I don't think we left anything out, but if you think we did, or if you think that we need to do something better, keep it whatever. to yourself. Whatever. Or DM us, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, whatever. Nobody cares. Whatever. Get your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and don't try to call it cosas. My mama never said or no bullshit. Oh shit! Because right. <laughs> oh, we all right to all that, all oh, that. All that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Lessons learned. This is officially episode 13 of season one. We season one. Wow. See you in the fall. Have an amazing summer and enjoy the time. And the mean, which is going to fly by. In the meantime, make sure you listen to all the other episodes. Share, 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 share. Would you guys like some merch? Oh. With some yes. sayings? That'd be dope. She's dropping hints. <laughs> Maybe some little notebooks, some pens. <laughs> some <laughs> Listen, some enjoy the summer. Enjoy the summer. Put these, this right here, down. Live in the present. Unless it's to watch the podcast. and then Unless it's to podcast. listen or watch the podcast or you want to share, then right. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> but other than that, live in the moment. Live in the conversation live okay. in the groups Let, remember when we were in COVID we weren't able to sit around a fire pit I'm about to do a fire pit in my backyard we weren't able to do a fire pit we weren't able to huddle together and talk about shit like I, 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 I've been intentionally having these conversations with people like nice conversations to get people talking so do these things live live oh, and I'm going to keep talking because my girl's on the phone so be in the present live Live, love, laugh. You know those those signs. Live, love, laugh. 
Make sure that you live. I'm so sorry. That's that personal, love, but that's real. That life. No, that's that's real life. I, got, I had it. I had it. I was telling her. Like, like, oh, I, I got to take this call. So now I hung up the phone. And I, I was telling her, love, love, they good. Live, love, li- what is it? Live, love, laugh, laugh, live, love. Mm-hmm. Live, love, laugh. All right. You never know. When's your last day? Oh, Jesus. Let's end it on that. No, 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 no. Well, this lady at my job passed away. She was loved. It was bad. Oh. Aneurysm. Rest but yeah. Please. Me sure. Love hard. Yeah, love real hard. I like Talk. that part. Exactly. I like that part. Hallelujah. Goodbye. Bye. Gracias for listening to Cositas Mommy Never Told Me. We hope you loved this episode. Make sure you subscribe, follow, and share Cositas Mommy Never Told Me on all your social channels. Todas las redes sociales. And don't forget, if you want in on the real tea and see all of our reactions to the craziness, watch this episode on YouTube. Que bochinche!